Hey, you guys know, and we've heard this for weeks, I guess since the beginning of the school year, uh, in many places across the country that there is a shortage of school bus drivers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes me sad just because, I don't know. Happy memories of school uh, of your bus drivers? Well, I had one bus driver that I, I loved. She was an older lady. Yeah. She drove like she was always running late. Yeah. I mean, she was fast. You missed her, tough. You could get her dust, and she was gone. She was the sweetest thing in the world, but she was lead-footed. You know what the, <laughs> the worst seat on the bus was? What? The one over the wheel in the back. Oh. Did you ever get, yeah. Oh, that's right, because your your legs were kind of like propped up well, on it. You yeah, couldn't for really... half of the seat, you couldn't. Yeah, and we used to, whenever we were bad, the driver would always decide to assign seating for the rest of the year. Oh, wow, Man, that's bad. If you got that seat, mm, mm, mm. You know, everybody has a different school bus experience. I had some yeah. good ones, and I had some very difficult ones. I loved yeah. all of mine. I even took pictures of them at the end of every year so I could remember them. What? Yeah, I mean, I, I This was, one's yellow, I, I was, and this one's yellow. You mean the drivers? Yeah. Oh, oh. he means the okay. drivers, not the buses. It's <laughs> even more weird. But. Yeah, no, I mean, look, at the end of the year, I would take pictures <laughs> of the classes and classmates and everybody I went, and I, I would bring my camera every year. For so that. you have all those pictures somewhere. Yeah. I mean, okay. I only did it like in the eighth, ninth, and tenth grade. You know, I had some bad bus experiences too. Mm. When, you, when you're on a bus and you're in an awkward place in your life and nobody's talking to you, yeah. I've had that. I had that going home, and there was no other choice. My parents were working, and it was a long bus ride. It was not a good time in my life. But kids, if you're in that spot, you'll get through it. I promise. Um, no. All over the country, you know, there's like a lot of good incentives for people to become bus drivers and all that kind of good stuff. And in Massachusetts, they're calling on National Guard. To drive the buses? Yeah. 90 or more National Guard members are starting training to help with the transportation of that. Oh, wow. Isn't that cool? Hmm. I'm thinking, yeah. Not only you get someone who's new at the job who wants to do the job, but little military background. Oh, I mean, you're talking about kids who are going to behave. I hope so. Learn a little bit of, you know, yeah. a little bit of military on the bus. Mm-hmm. Not in a bad way. I mean, right. in a wonderful way. Sure. If you yeah. don't sit down, you're going to drop and give me 20. Okay. <laughs> Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your first Hollywood Outsider. Food Dude is up next. I'm going to share with you the new ice cream inspired by a Geico commercial, which was inspired by a 90s hit. Sam's always up on the new eats. He's the food dude. Got a new ice cream that has uh, hit the market, and it's yeah. kind of loosely based on this hit from the 90s. Hey. Hey. Okay. This is, I saw, this is a commercial. Yeah, right in now. fact, right now, Geico is using this in, yes. as a commercial. Tasha, did you know Geico could save you hundreds on car insurance and a whole lot more? Right. So what are you waiting for? Hip-hop group tag team to help you plan dessert? Uh, fresh vanilla, rocky road, chocolate, peanut butter, cookie dough. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got Scoop, it. there it is. That's it's all right. about ice cream. Got it. So an ice cream pl- shop in New York City has decided we're going to come up with the Scoop there. There it is, ice cream. And all of those, you all know, those French vanilla, Rocky Road, chocolate peanut, it's all in the ice cream. Nice. What you do is you go on the Geico TikTok or Instagram accounts, you do a little dance, and you upload it and tag them, and then they're going to give the ice, the pints of the ice cream to, you know, the, the folks they think did the best dance. Very cute. So, Can you also buy this ice cream, though? No. You can oh, only win this ice cream by dancing to Scoop. There it is. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hershey's has announced their holiday lineup for this year, and we got a new flavor of Kit Kat coming again. Really? Gingerbread. 
That's weird to me. See, and I love you, you real need a, gingerbread. You, you, you need to let the chocolate Kit Kat go and I just can't. assume that there is a chocolate Kit Kat. And all these other flavors are just variations without the chocolate. Like the key lime pie, for yeah, example. The Fruity Pebbles flavor is so good. I didn't mm. like that. Really? Yeah. I need my Kit Kats to be oh, wait, chocolate. Wait, wait. We did try chocolate. that one, and it was just very sweet, if I remember sweet, correctly. Yeah. I'm surprised you like it, because you don't, you don't like white chocolate, Sam. It's sort of white chocolate Don't ruin it for me. Sorry. I don't look at it. I just eat it. Hershey's Kisses are going to have uh, Grinch foil on them this year. I like that. Oh. Reese's Cups are going to be available in a peanut brittle flavor. Hmm. How about that? That's nice. And the Smart. sugar cookie Hershey's Kisses that they unveiled last year is now going to come in a full-size bar version. Oh, smart. Ooh, plus, wow. York peppermint patties will be shaped like snowflakes. Oh, oh. that's cool. That's the best one. <laughs> yeah. I like that. And uh, okay. Nerd's candy corn is going to be out for eat for Halloween this year. It doesn't taste like candy corn. But they it just looks look like, like it. It's going to be the hard shell nerd, like nerd on the outside and fruity flavor inside. But they're yeah. calling it candy corn. Cool. Thank you, food dude. Coming up next, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Harry Potter fans, I've got news for you. This is actually kind of cool to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the first movie landing in theaters. I'm thinking wow. it's been a little bit longer. Than the books because the books came first, obviously. Yeah, but the fir- <laughs> it's been twenty years since the first movie came. Wow. Yeah, I know wow. that because I was reading the books when pregnant. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the twentieth anniversary, they're going to do something called Harry Potter Hogwarts Tournament of Houses, and for super fans, you get to show up and it'll all be filmed, and then we're going to get to watch it okay. on TBS, and then it'll stream on HBO Max. Don't shake your head. Sam, what is the tournament? It's you trivia. Oh, you show okay. up and you're your Harry Potter knowledge. It's not Quidditch or something like that. No, okay. it's not like that. It's not a physical game. It's a mental game. But you show up. So if you're yeah. like the Harry Potter, you know, uh, fanatic in your family or life, and you have all the trivia, you can compete. Harry and- Potter trivia has got to be hard. It is because it goes deep and, and it's long. If you're a fanatic, you probably like your cousin Crystal could probably she could do play fine, it, right? She could play it well. Plus, yeah. she's that that type. Like she loves to play a game and and yeah. get the right answers and all that. Um, they're gonna. It's a special event, and Helen Mirren is hosting it. Okay, she wasn't Warner, in the movies. Was no, she? but mm-hmm. Warner Brothers Television, and we're gonna get it. Like I said, HBO Max and TBS. They're filming later this year. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Tell you why I'm still having a hard time looking at Murphy this week. <laughs> it has been most of the week. Like today's Thursday. Um, Murphy's bloody eye uh, first made its appearance on uh, uh, the weekend. Qualify Saturday. that. I'm sorry, okay. bloodshot well, eye. Yeah, okay, right, and you're yeah because you're not. <laughs> You're not British, so it wouldn't be. Hey, <laughs> it's bloody eye. It's bloody eye. It's bloody awful. I'm sorry. You, you know, this happens to people. It's not uncommon. However, I was totally expecting it to go away a couple of days ago, yeah. and it is still rocking full on. Yeah, it's weird. The whole you right side of your right eye is red. Figuring out where it came from? No. It's funny. Everybody. It's scary looking. It, I don't know why it freaks everybody out that I don't know where it came from. I've been asked everything from come up with a good you know, story. picking yeah. up heavy objects to straining to, you know, coughing and, uh, you know, I mean, you, you have name it. it, you know. The and, only thing you did that you strained was when we fixed that bumper 
uh, my bumper Maybe. last weekend, but uh, well, that it, was I before it then. It was it before Friday. then. Didn't y'all move that cast iron humongous barbecue pit? We did. That's not that bad, right? <gasps> no, it was Saturday that we did that. Okay. Not, was it? I thought it was earlier. Anyway, I don't know. I can't remember you doing anything to to justify well, it won't go away. You could get a job at a haunted house right now. Thanks. One eye. It's thanks. just scary. My, look, my doctor said, you know, these they they happen, you know, not all the time, but yeah. they're frequent. You know, I mean, it's not. It's, I'm sorry, they're not uncommon. Yeah. And he said that it could take up to two weeks to clear up, though. What? Uh, yeah. So I mean, I'm sorry. You oh, know it's I mean? every time you look at me and when you're saying something sincere, I know you notice that I look away. Yeah, well, you, you know, jerk and look away. I'm <laughs> eye weird. Are, are we blowing off YouTube videos because of that right now? I'm just no, wondering. No, I, I mean, no. I can hey, Murphy, see. remember last Thursday when you went to work out and you said you deadlifted that 500 pounds? <laughs> right, exactly. Say yes. <laughs> it's never happened to me before. I've never had a, a bloodshot eye, and I'm so grateful because, you know, I'm so eye weird. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, our friend Angela actually had it happen three weeks ago, too. Really? Yep, and hmm. there's there no explanation for it. It just happened. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm trying to look at you. I mean, it's I'm like, looking at you. I'm only looking at one side of your face. That's right. I still have to get the patch. Yeah, Sam's been begging for me to put That'd on a patch for a couple of days. Fun for Friday. Tomorrow. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. 877-310-4MSJ. Let's keep it going. Brett wants to let us know about his favorite kids show of all time. We love to hear from you anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. What's up, Brett? Doing the, um, your favorite kids show so yes. in Australia. Mm-hmm. It was obviously American. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would have been the Sunday night Disneyland. We'd all sit down after the Sunday dinner and okay. watch the Disneyland movie. Yeah. The Wonderful World of Disney. Is that what it was? That's what the it was here, yeah. The Wonderful World of Disney, mm-hmm. exactly, as a family. And yes. as a kids show, was also a Disney one where I don't know the exact name of it, but I guess it was the Mouseketeers. Uh, Mickey Mouse Club. Mickey Mouse Club. There you go. Nice. Since you're from Australia, I mean, the Wiggles weren't a thing. Definitely popular with our children. Yeah. Right. Um, Did they drive you crazy? But yeah. yeah that <laughs> Me was, too. Um, I liked him a little bit, and then we met Captain Feathersword once, <laughs> and I was kind of excited to meet him because he's the manliest of them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but those songs, uh, stop oh, it. God, I can't get the songs out Just of my head. Stop it. <laughs> Hot potato, hot potato, hot potato. Oh, oh, stop. Brett, you sound like you them. Go. You sound like them. You're well, killing that's me. That's funny about that, Jody. That's funny about that, right? <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's what you can do when you refocus your failed music career into singing for children. Yeah. <laughs> They're billionaires, I think. Well, good to hear from you. Thank you for getting these in. No worries, guys. Thanks for everything you do in the mornings. It certainly makes my drive easier Yay. every day. We appreciate that, Brett. Hot potato, hot potato. Oh, I, actually, I missed that. I loved the Wiggles when our girls were into that. Look. I do you, have to say the songs are fun. Right? Yes, they are. And infectious. And it was... After a while, when you can't get it out of your head, though, you resent it. It's a part of parenthood that they don't tell you about. Yeah. You don't realize that... Not only you're going to have all this new stuff to take care of in your life, but your entertainment has changed. It's changed for at least 12 years, 10 yeah. years. Anyway, 
Yeah, hot potatoes I, and fruit salad, man. What I liked I'm all about the Wiggles. What I liked about the Wiggles is that it got your children moving. Yeah. It got them yeah. up instead mm-hmm. of just sitting. It was a very exercise and healthy eating thing, so yay. Do you still have a picture with uh, Captain Feathersword? Somewhere. Mm-hmm. Or you have it, because you took it, Sam. Oh. Right? Well, that Remember? That was about 10 phones ago. 877-310-4MSJ yeah. to join us anytime and let us know about your favorite kids show ever. And coming up, what's your favorite kids show, a TV show of all time? It could be one that you grew up with. It could be one that your kids grew up with or, you know, one that they're enjoying right now. We'd love to hear from you at 877-310-4MSJ. Shelby, we're coming to you next. Catch up with us later today. We'll have another Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast. Yes, we do. We hang out a little bit longer. We'll look, we'll look forward to catching up with you later on that. Um, 877-310-4MSJ to catch up with us now. Yeah. How are you, Shelby? Good. <laughs> I was calling about the, the favorite kid show. Yes. What's yours? Or was yours? Uh. Do you remember on the Disney Channel, it was uh, uh, either Disney or Nickelodeon, I don't remember, but it was uh, Roly Poly Oli. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. We loved that show. My Our girls loved yes. it. Mm-hmm. Yes. He was so cute. It was. And they used to have a totally chocolate dinner. And, <laughs> and Murphy yes. would do the totally chocolate <laughs> breakfast for our girls. Yep. And so funny. That's, that's the beginning of him winning them over uh, as king. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Roly Polioli. Yes. yes, that was a good one. And wait, he had an uncle, Uncle Giz, yep. who was like Elvis. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yes. Am I right? Yeah. Yes, I forgot about that. Was, and their little dog they had. Yes. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to YouTube that and watch an episode yeah. today. How funny. Thank you for reminding us. Yeah, y'all have a good day. It was so imaginative. Sam, did you ever watch Rolly Poly? Okay, never okay. saw an episode. You need to go back and watch one with your grandson Hollis. Like okay. that, yeah. just by yourself, because you would dig it. <clears throat> it 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 was so imaginative, okay? It, it was imaginative, and it had sort of this hipster Space. kind of thing to it, which is, that's why the Elvis character, the, you know, hey, Uncle Uncle Giz. and the music and the way the dad would talk, and, you know, I mean, they would all... Yeah, it was very it was hip. Funny, yeah. Yeah. Uncle Giz had the sideburns, and he was always yeah. being too cool for the room. Yeah. <laughs> and the totally chocolate dinner, which they would have, Murphy... He, that really was. I remember. Oh, yeah. I did that. You did the, the totally chocolate breakfast one Saturday morning, and the girls were like, <gasps> Everything was chocolate. Dad's our favorite person ever. Ooh. Chocolate milk, chocolate waffles, and something else. Yeah. It wasn't like over the top, yeah. but you know, when, it you, was. when you tell your you know, four year old, you know, <laughs> we're going to have a totally chocolate breakfast. Whoa. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> I know. Okay, keep it coming. We love hearing from you. Um, favorite kid show. And we don't just mean yours, we mean the, the ones that grabbed you when your kids were watching them too because yeah, that's like even mine right now maybe yeah eight seven seven three one zero four msj coming up with murphy sam and jody jody has another hollywood outsider coming up next though do people really only hear what they want to hear huh <laughs> <laughs> text us or call us at eight seven seven three one zero four msj and of course you can always hit us up on facebook and instagram have you been hearing, have you heard that uh, saying your whole life about people only hear what they want to hear? It's amazing you did that in your grandma's <laughs> Yeah, voice. really? Is, is that where you learned it from? Yes. Okay. 
<laughs> did she get that off the internet? She did say that sort of thing. Look, my grandmother was full of wisdom, and it all came out like that, like a when, sweet whisper. Yeah, and so when you say that, I mean, really, that what they what she means is basically. You can have you can a conversation with long. somebody, but they're filtering out. If they're not going to change their mind, they're only going to hear right. the Right, and I think that's hear. an is important that thing for us to talk about today, especially with social media. If you are using your social media to try to change other people's minds about things, why waste your time? I don't understand the arguing on social media. Like, you know, I just don't, but I know it's a, an outlet for some people. Well, I mean, yeah, you got to just think it, in context, it's... It's the same thing as a written debate is what it would be, you know, mm-hmm. well, you know, and, and so and I know people like to read it maybe right. for entertainment. Right. But it's, you know, again, because it's another form of communication. Some people will use things as a platform. Right. And so that's how they express. So research now tells us that people are naturally wired. Human beings are naturally wired to listen to people who tell them things they want to hear. And if it's something they don't want to hear, they naturally, without thinking about it, block it out. So people do tend to hear what they want to hear. Do you ever see that in action? Isn't it frustrating? Yes. Yeah. I'm thinking of a former coworker right now. Really? Who, Murphy can, Danny, you know. Oh, yeah. He could sit there and. Say the sky's blue. And he just, if he already had it in his head, he wasn't hearing what you were yeah. saying. Sure. If there was a way to fix something or if there was a way to, you know. Right. So, you know, I'm, that's very similar to what they, they say we've got a negativity bias as humans. It was kind of built in. No, we well, don't. Well, which is a, defi- it's a, it's a defense mechanism from, sure. you know, it's, it's, protection. it's protection, right? Exactly. Sure. And so, you know, it goes probably back before even people had dialogue with each other when they were carving things in stones, you know. But, um. <laughs> It, 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 so we, we have a tendency to do that. So what you're saying is my grandmother was right. People hear what they want to hear. Well, it's probably that, you know, once you get the discussion to a point where somebody's not going to change their point yes. of view, that's where you just realize, okay. You, yeah, engage in meaningful dialogue until that point. That's what I would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I knew this was coming because Hollywood, and it's the one movie I'll say I don't need a remake of, but we're getting it, The Bodyguard. You're not attracted to your client anymore? Christ, I told you why. I I can't can't protect you like this. I was already in love with, wait, I was already in love with Kevin Costner, and then he played The Body, he played Frank in The Bodyguard, and then Mad Love. This was 1992's movie that resurrected Dolly Parton's I Will Always Love You with Whitney. Yeah, I mean, putting her thing on it. There's, if, if not for that song alone, why? why okay, why? Well, well, Hollywood does this. Understand, realize what happened with A Star is Born recently. Oh, okay, oh, which yeah. was a movie that was already made a couple of times, and yeah. then we have a reimagining of it, and you have an Oscar winning movie. Current people. And it is. The truth be told, the bodyguard story is a great story. There's so much wrapped up in it. It's not just a love story, guys. So the reimagining we're gonna talk about it. The reimagining of it is happening. The Tony nominated playwright Matthew Lopez has been hired to write the script, and that's where they are. So there's no body being talked about yet, but you gotta bring something big to step into Whitney's shoes. For yeah. men, there's talk of Channing Tatum uh. and there's talk of Chris Hemsworth. So that doesn't sound too bad. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, how to tell if a child is really ready to go into a real haunted house or not. 
Before we get to the serious, helpful info about how to tell if a child is ready to do a real haunted house experience, we have got to have some fun with these sounds. Okay. (laughs) Okay. When I was a kid, we had a haunted house album that we would play um, in the carport and we would pretend to make a haunted house, which was just walk through my carport and we're going to try to scare you. Yeah. That was that Disney album, yeah. The cats were my favorite. (laughs) And do you want to know why? Because we would play that and our actual cats would get upset. (laughs) That's that cartoon cat sound. I don't know if those were... Those, that's what cats sound like when they're either upset or mating. Yeah. Okay. You didn't know that, did you? Does I know that. sound that. like uh, your mom's house these days? Doesn't she have cats? What about you? Don't you have a few cats? Too, I only Sam? have one. Okay. My mom has about three, I think. They get along. Three? Three or four. Mm. Oh, I thought she had two. Three or four. Uh-oh. Anyway. Um, they all keep to themselves. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Anyway, that means let's move on. How about some more haunted house album sounds? Yeah, this one, anything like that, you know, the noisy, the loud, or whatever, anything that's like a sensory overload, right, exactly. I remember the album having some sort of water dripping thing. It didn't have chains, too. Yeah, and the water dripping had to be explained to me. I'm like, what's so scary about that? And then my brother told me scary stories about water Torture. Torture. There was also a ghost sound that wasn't all that great. It sounded like somebody was in pain. It yeah. was like, oh. Well, guess what? Yeah. That's legit. How do you know that ghosts don't sound like that? That's what you sound like when you have ghost dreams, Well, Marvin. okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, okay. True. That ghost dream sound is so scary. Well, I love that you're bringing this up, especially in advance of Haunted Houses opening, because, right. you know, kids can be, you really have to gauge carefully what they can handle. The and younger they, they are, what you have to know as a parent, as a caregiver, is number one, if they're saying they want to go, make sure it's that they really want to go yeah. and not that it's peer pressure. Um, and number two is, are they old enough to really know the difference between, you know, make-believe and not? The younger right. they are, I think, keep them out of there because the haunted houses of today are yeah. legit It's scary. hard for an adult to decipher on some of those. I don't like them. Yeah. I never have. But you, should, you, you should trust the child. If, they're, if they don't want to go anywhere near it, then oh, they're... Oh, that goes without saying. You, yeah. Never make them go. Yeah. Three things you need to know today. Number one, SpaceX launched four ordinary citizens, well, one of them a billionaire, (laughs) into space yesterday. Went off without a hitch. And they're going to spend the next, well, three days orbiting the Earth. Today being their first full day, they looked so happy and joyous, and you could see those smiles. You know there's no shower on this thing? Well... Yeah. Yeah. Three days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's all going to be, by the way, a fundraiser for St. Jude yeah. Children's Research 200 Hospital. 200 million bucks. Yeah. When it, by the time it's all over. Uh, number two, in October, which is right around the corner, 650,000 white flags will be on display um, at the National Mall in Washington, D.C. to honor COVID victims, mm. COVID-19 victims in America. It'll be called In America We Remember. Okay, Um, so look for that. You'll see it for sure. And number three, Time Magazine has announced their 100 most influential people. You've heard about some of this. I saw Dolly was on there. Dolly is a part of it, and she's excited about it. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex on the cover, Prince Harry and uh, Meghan. It's insane because they have compassion for all people, people they don't even know. Other people who made the list, Tim Cook, 
Tom Brady, Britney Spears this time, and Simone Biles, who did testify yesterday in front of a Senate Judiciary Committee on the whole Larry Nassar and the FBI's botched investigation. She got emotional, so she made that list as well. I think she could have just as well been on the cover. Three things for you to know today. Coming up, love to hear from you because your favorite TV show when you were a kid the one that really spoke to you stays with you your whole life. Okay? So keep it coming. Chris on the way, 877-310-4MSJ. Online, um, on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, we had a story yesterday where Sam was, like, sporting his cute um, Murphy, Sam, and Jody shirt. <laughs> <laughs> the name good, of the show. Good thing of the world. <laughs> Um, Holly wants to know where to get the shirts. So it's murphysamandjody.com. You can click on shop. You get the Keep the Wow shirts there, too. And a portion of the proceeds will go to JDRF, which is? Uh, Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. That's right. Yeah. We do that for Murphy, our type 1 yeah. diabetic. Yeah, so but, thank you for asking, Holly. Yeah. Don't we have these up to 3X? I think so. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just letting everybody That's right. know. right. All sizes. So mm-hmm. 877-310-4MSJ to jump in and join us anytime. Uh, your favorite kid TV show of all time? Yeah. What's yours, Chris? Well, I'm a I'm a '90s baby, and okay. I watched Gargoyles and Fraggle Rock at my mama's house oh, every week. Just about Fraggle Rock. I love that. Oh man, yeah. You've talked about that forever, Sam. And, yeah. And, and what's so crazy about it is with Gargoyles being on Disney Plus and whatever. <laughs> You know, I get my bowl of cereal and I sit and watch the <laughs> Yay! Relive it. And I may be I may be thirty years old, but I'll do it all over again. That's right. You're you, you're supposed to open up that child's heart inside of you. I love it. Keep doing it. <laughs> and, and I also wanted to say thank y'all for making me smile on my way to work every oh, morning. Thank you for that. Are you on your way now? Yes, ma'am. What do you do? Uh, I work at a doctor's office. Oh, okay, sweet. So are you in charge of, like, medical records and stuff like that, important stuff? Uh, I help, I just help with uh, getting messages from patients. Okay, doctors. yeah, very important, very important. Okay. Chris, you made us smile this yeah, morning. Thank yeah, thank you for <laughs> that. <laughs> Call us anytime, okay? We appreciate it. I don't know that one. Rock. But if you want Sam to come out of his shell and be happy... That's the song to play. I love Fraggle Rock. Very good. And you watch that with your children. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, you know, a kid's TV show, you know, there's always one that really gets into your heart, and it stays with you forever. That's why we're kind of celebrating yeah. it. So keep it coming, 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has more entertainment news, and Sam has music news next. Yes, uh, the Rolling Stones are changing their longtime logo. Ooh, I'll tell you why. Sam's music news. Well, the Rolling Stones are changing up their red tongue logo. That's weird to me. That's, I mean, that's iconic. It's been there since the se- late sixties or seventies. I assume it's only temporary. They're doing. Oh. They're, it's gonna. They're gonna make it all black in honor of Charlie Watts. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. got yeah. it, got it, got it. And they're it. about to, uh, next week. They'll be back. They're restarting up the No Filter tour, so you'll be able to buy some merch that's got the red logo. I mean, okay. the old logo, but also the black logo for the time okay. being. And they've decided during all the concerts from the ref for the rest of the uh, No Filter tour, there's going to be a video montage to pay tribute to Charlie Watts as yeah, well. Yeah, rightly so. Yeah, so. yeah. 
That'd okay. be cool to have an all-black one, wouldn't you think? Yes. I mean, <clears throat> not the reason. No, 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 no. no. But... Now, if you're a Bruce Springsteen fan, a traveling Grammy Museum exist- uh, exhibit may be coming to your town. Well, I need to check that out. It's going to start in New Jersey October the 1st. It's going to have, like, Bruce's Fender Telecaster guitar that was used on Born to Run and... Uh, pretty much all of his albums. Going to have a Clarence Clemens signature saxophone. Wow. Mm-hmm. A bunch of Bruce's clothes that he's worn. Even an interactive kiosk where you can uh, look at his handwritten set list and even create your own set list. That's what I like to see. There's something special about handwriting. Yeah. It yeah. is. There is. It's personal. And it's super personal. And I want to see some lyrics. And he jumped written. back on Broadway, but that little short run is over of his show. Yeah. And if you remember last week during the 9 11 uh, ceremonies, he performed in Central Park. And though you're gone, in my heart. I'll see you in my dreams is what he performed mm-hmm. acoustic just up there by himself nice. on stage. Yeah. And we don't get to talk much about Ludacris here. When I move, you move. <laughs> There's a new series uh, for kids, a Netflix series coming called Karma's World. And uh, Chris Bridges, Ludacris, Tiffany Haddish, both lending their voices to it. It's an animated series. And he's even done the music for the series, including the theme song. October 15th, you can look for Karma's World on Netflix. I always forget that Luda came from Luda Chris. Yeah. Chris. Chris Bridges. <laughs> Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. We know they did this. Well, they've got a new album coming out October 1st called Love for Sale. I get no kick from champagne. Yeah. But it's more than an album that you're going to get to enjoy. I know you filled us in, Sam. And they did this concert, two concerts. Um, at Radio City Music Hall in August. Yeah, and then, Tony's final concert. Right, for sure. So here's what's what. They've teamed with CBS for three projects where you'll get to enjoy some of this. So on Thanksgiving weekend on CBS, you're going to get to see that one last time, the yeah. concerts, the pair of concerts, okay, highlights. And then MTV Unplugged is going to do a special with them in the winter. Nice. They've recorded a ton of stuff. So after Thanksgiving, you'll get that. And then... We're going to get a documentary about their relationship and th- these recordings called The Lady and the Legend. That's nice. That'll stream on Paramount Plus, okay? Nice to know we get a little more because I really thought it was over I know. With. No, but it's a lot more, actually. Yeah. It's just still coming. I guess they're still putting it all together. Um, also, let's take you back to the 80s. Another movie from 86, Flight of the Navigator. Sit down. I think there's been some sort of mistake. This movie mean anything to you, Sam? I don't. I know I never, it means a lot to a lot of people. It does. Kids okay, at the time, so but. Bryce Dallas Howard, daughter of Ron, Ron Howard. Howard, and she's so really great. She's redoing the movie. She's going to direct and produce a reboot. Yeah. And it will have a female lead, and this oh. will be her directorial debut. Apparently, she's not starring in it though, but she's behind it. You know, we were mentioning earlier about how to tell if a kid is really ready to go into a haunted house. And the truth of the matter is you can suspect it as a parent, as their caregiver, but if they're determined to do it because they want to, like, you know, maybe this kid likes the... I've never understood the liking of that fear. I don't understand it. What do you mean? The The adrenaline. Oh, yeah. The thrill. Thank you. That's that's the word, Murphy. Like our oldest daughter, Taylor, has always been... And that's what... I hate that. That's the reason that those movies are so, you know, so successful. Because it's a thrill-seeking. It's the shock. It makes you feel a certain way. It's like roller coasters. 
it's not exactly the same because I well, love I mean, a, a coaster. A, a roller coaster isn't going to, you know, stab you, but it's still, you, it's, you get that rush. I guess. But see, I'll get on a roller coaster all day, but I don't want to yeah. even go through the well, lightest of haunted houses because I'm know, scared. And I know we're talking about, you know, young kids, but mm-hmm. what's interesting about that is even as adults, there are images from your childhood that are still scary as an adult. You know yes. what I mean? That would still bother you. It, the, the trick with a kid is, of course, I mean, the, the world is a fantasy happy place for the most part. For well, them, right? and they have a difficult time deciphering the, between right. what's real and what's right. fantasy. So it's, it's, it's more about the pumpkins and the cute decorations mm-hmm. and the scary stuff. Remember, our youngest, wait. our youngest Phoebe did not want to go near houses that had the fake felt spiders. Oh, really? Remember that? Huh. Yeah. For, well, also, it's scarier than it used to be. It used to be a fake felt spider would just sit there, but yeah. now they jump out at you when you walk near them. Well, Remember, it's, they it's start the, moving. The makeup and the props and the okay. everything. Here's, More realistic looking. Looks, yeah, yeah. Looks Here's realistic. my problem with the with the, the reason, like this, the haunted houses have brought up a the new level, and it seems like to me you're always trying to get it better and better and better oh, every yeah. year. So it's like the last time I went was a long time ago with you guys. I want to say there was a dude in there with a fake chainsaw. And he was pretending to get people's feet. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was not okay with me. Like the sound of that, that close to well, me. Well, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about as an I adult. It still kid. scares you. But, yeah. you know, but it's, again, I mean, there are teenagers mm. that love that. Yeah. It's all fun. I know. Right? So, I know. And that's been about 15 years for you, Jody. Murphy and I have gone through. Uh, Since. Yeah. And yeah. man, is it good now. That's it's, okay. You know, the haunted houses are sophisticated. The costumes and all the other the things makeup. you can buy yeah, yeah. Right, mm-hmm. are just more sophisticated. Okay. Well, you guys can keep doing that and keep that bromance alive. Uh, guess what? Reuben Klamer passed away at the age of 99. I don't know who that is. I know you don't know who it is. This is one of these people that Sam says, you know, he, he finds the name, and then we, I guess we find out we actually do know him in some roundabout way. Yeah, he's the guy that created the game of life. Oh, okay. Oh, the Milton Bradley game? Uh-huh. So it wasn't created by Milton or Bradley. No, it was not. In fact, he said he went to Milton Bradley to pitch it, and they didn't like the idea. Uh, really? Yeah, but they said they needed something for This was 1960. They needed a game for their 100th anniversary or their 100th birthday. Whoa. So it was like, you got a game already? Sure. Why? Yeah, let's just do it. I never played it. I've never played oh, a game of life either. I have. My and parents had it. You spin the wheel. and I mean, I, You move through I, life. I think as kids, we just thought it was fun to spin the wheel and move the, totally. the, the, the pieces. You know what 70 I mean? million copies have been sold. It's second only in board games to Monopoly. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jody's favorite Again, game. Again, I don't. Just, it's I don't one of those games it. that takes a long time to play. Yeah, kind of like Monopoly. So you, so, you're, you got to be committed. In so not a game play. of today is what no, you're saying. No, no, no. And at the age of 99, apparently he lost. Oh no, he didn't. I think he won at 99. <laughs>